Welcome to This is Type 1, real life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. I'm Colleen Mitchell, and I've had type 1 diabetes for 25 years. I'm a life coach, author, and speaker. I also work full time as a process analyst in the power industry. I'm passionate about type 1 diabetes education and showing others that this disease doesn't define me. I'm Jesse Tuggy, and I've had diabetes for nine years. I love hiking and painting. I'm looking forward to working as an engineer after I get my degree in college. My diagnosis has inspired me to take control of my life and my future, to learn everything I can about type 1 diabetes. Each week on the show, we'll talk about real life with type 1 diabetes, bring on cool people with connections to type 1, and above all, encourage you to understand that this disease doesn't have to hold you back. This isn't medical advice. This is life with type 1. Welcome to episode 77 of This is Type 1, real-life type 1 diabetes with your hosts, Colleen and Jesse. Today, we have with us Sean Zaborowski, founder and CEO of Diabetes Management Platform, and Taylor Beatty, BMP's chief marketing officer. Jesse, you have the win this week. Yes, and my win is that I got my new pump, the 770G and the new sensor, the Medtronic Guardian Sensor 3. They're both working amazing. I love them so much and I never want to stop using them because they're one, it's so accurate. And two, it's a lot easy, not necessarily different, but a lot easier to use and get my blood sugars on target. Very cool. I have the fail this week. It's been raining a lot in Western Washington recently, and that had different consequences last Wednesday from uh, all of the, you know, the water soaked ground and then the winds. We had no power for 21 hours. That was great. But the rain in particular, I was letting that stop me from going on daily walks. I would look outside the window and just see the rain just pouring down. And I wouldn't want to go on a walk because I don't want to get wet. It's a dumb reason, but nevertheless, that is my fail for the week. I ended up playing hooky that day because I couldn't get my internet to work. Yeah, I mean, if you don't have power, you can't turn on your internet. Therefore, goodbye virtual learning. Yeah. I actually had to go into my work building for the first time since last March. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I had no internet, no cell service, couldn't work from home. Oh, wow. Well, it wasn't bad. It was re- weird, like two people were there. That actually sounds kind of nice having the entire office to yourself. Kind of, but then I also had to follow all of the one-way walkways and you know, wear a mask wow. when you're not at your desk. And that's all fine. But it was also, it's just eerie not having a lot of people there. Yeah. And I also like set up at my home office. So it was just weird not having my webcam and feeling kind of self-conscious when I'm talking on the phone rather than just into a microphone here. Huh. Interesting. Anyways, Anyways. so I have the tip this week or the hack, the tip, the hack, whatever you want to call it. And we're learning about financial literacy in one of my classes called Independent Learn or Living on Your Own. And one of the things that I never considered before when making a budget is to plan for unexpected expenses, but specifically for diabetes. So my little tip this week is make sure you put enough money aside to where if you can't reach your insurance or something happens or, you know, something completely goes wrong, you can buy over-the-counter medications or insulin or any type of supplies you may need for a short period of time. And not just having a diabetes emergency fund, but also having like stupidity fund. Yeah. Like there's also, there's all sorts of just stupid stuff that happens and then you have to pay for it. Like maybe um, you get like a parking ticket. It's, it's, it was avoidable, 
But if you get it, it's just something stupid you have to pay for. So having a stupidity fund is also a good idea. So, and now we're going to get into the interview with Sean and Taylor. Quick caveat before we get into that interview. I did record this separately because Jesse could not attend the actual interview. So this uh, conversation with me, Sean and Taylor doesn't include Jesse, unfortunately. Well, Sean, Taylor, welcome to This is Type 1. Thank you for joining us. Hi, thank you. Thank Thank you for having us. So let's start off with introductions from first from Sean and then from Taylor. Give us the rundown of who you are and the role that diabetes plays in your life. Like, is there any type one diabetes in your families? Sure. Uh, my name is Sean Zavarosky. I'm the founder and CEO of DMP. I've always been an entrepreneur my, my entire life. I have an MBA and as well as a law degree, and I've been involved with businesses and startups my entire career. And uh, from a diabetes perspective, I have a close family member that has diabetes, and I've watched him struggle with the disease. He was actually diagnosed with type 1 at the age of uh, 32, I believe. And I see firsthand how difficult diabetes is dealing with from an emotional and a psychological level. It's even more so than uh, from a physical standpoint. So I also notice that there's lack of peer support, and I've always been been thinking since I've had experience with diabetes in my family, I've been thinking of ways to create a platform to, to help out. It's sense that it's lacking. You know, from the beginning, when my team first started about DMP and working with diabetes, we were working on other social media platforms. And uh, we, we soon shifted to, to diabetes when we saw the, uh, the opportunity to help other people. Thank you. Taylor, how about you? Yeah. Hi. So uh, my name is Taylor and I'm the chief marketing officer at DMP. I have both type one and type two diabetics in my immediate family. My mother also had gestational diabetes throughout all of her pregnancies. I was one of them, so I was not aware, but uh, my brother was later in life. So I was able to kind of see what she had to go through with that. And it has been made clear that uh, type two is a real possibility for her later in life since she had three gestational diabetes pregnancies. What about your work with uh, DMP? How did you get into marketing? So I actually kind of fell into marketing. I did go to school for psychology. And when I left, I kind of jumped into startups and really smaller businesses. I had an environment. I worked for a really small environmental charity in Toronto, which was amazing. And it was a really small team, small being like myself and the executive director. So I got to play a lot of different roles and wear a lot of different hats. And um, marketing was the one thing that really spoke to me. Like I, I really enjoyed it. And then when I joined the TLC team in June 2019, um, I was able to expand that further and grow with the company. And now I'm leading the marketing team. Very nice. What does burnout mean to both of you? And what advice do you have uh, for diabetics that are feeling burnt out? Let's start with Sean. Yeah, so it's really, as as I mentioned before, I I think that the the impact of diabetes is emotionally and psychologically exhausting. And realizing that you have to constantly battle the the disease with with energy and consistency on a 24-7 basis. There's no let up, there's no days off, there's no escape really. So I, I can imagine that that over that feeling can become overwhelming at some point, and it, it almost feels like a lifelong sentence of constant stress and concern and something to always keep in mind. I can only imagine how exhausting that must be from an emotional level. 
And, uh, you know, life can be challenging enough without uh, having this added burden of constantly having to monitor your blood sugar levels and deal with uh, insulin injections and that stuff like that. So I, I can imagine that uh, diabetes burnout is, is quite common, probably more, more common than, than we realize. Do you have any advice for type 1 diabetics who are experiencing burnout? Yeah, well, we, we have a lot of on that on our live streams and, and people who, who have dealt with that successfully. And I, and I think it, a lot of it stems from not expecting too much from yourself. Uh, you can't be perfect all the time. You're going to have uh, bad days once in a while. So I think taking the pressure off yourself and just having spending time for yourself and making sure that your health is the most important thing, I think that's, that's really critical. And um, take a time out, uh, be selfish. And uh, fix yourself because if, if if you're not strong, then then nobody around you is going to uh, you're not you're not helpful to anybody around you. So I think that when burnout happens, you have to really take a time out and and escalate your own well-being emotionally, psychologically, and physically as the as your top priority. That's really good advice, Taylor. What about you? What does burnout mean to you? So I think burnout is different for different people, and and, and I think it's something that's bound to happen. You'll come across an obstacle and it's okay. Uh, I guess that also leads into my my advice is that it's okay to not feel okay. And sometimes making your mental health a priority is, is literally just step one. So just try, you know, figure out what helps you relax and calm down and kind of bring yourself into a more centered space. People call that like self-care. And, you know, even that is different for everybody. It could be, you know, just taking 15 minutes to read a blog or a book or just take a walk. And some people, it's just sitting and watching TV for like an hour, whatever works for you. But yeah, just it, it's okay to have those those moods sometimes and, and feel that. And it's good to feel that and kind of overcome it. I think that's the only way you will overcome it. Yeah, you make a good point about it's okay to not be okay. I think that was basically the theme for everyone in 2020. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So Sean, how did you come up with the idea for DMP and what makes it unique among the other diabetes online communities? Yeah, sure. So, so as I mentioned, like the, the, the real origin, the inspiration for DMP was because of my watching my close family members struggle with type diabetes and just the reality, just you know, understanding the realities of this awful disease. And many of the features that we've put in in our first version of DMP, the social media comfort, the information, trying to foster camaraderie among the diabetic community, offering help, support, life hacks, diabetes hacks, all that was kind of designed as with his eyes in mind, like how he would specifically see that social media site and, and be benefited from it. And I think that DMP is unique because it provides that comfort. And you have this camaraderie from a community that they've all been through, diabetics have all been through ups and downs and struggling from the disease. And they've all, there's even in an aspect where somebody is diagnosed with diabetes later in life, you're going to find somebody who's in that same life challenge that you're not alone. That So you can share your challenges and successes and inspire others. And when you, as we all know, when you inspire others, you inspire yourself or you get better yourself. And as well as the DMP offers access to professionals. So we tried to make it an all-encompassing 
hub where you can get anything you want. If you want to be a mentor to somebody with diabetes, you can go there and be a mentor to somebody. You can give back to you, to the community. Or when you're just looking for a friend or some comfort or, or sharing a life story with somebody on how you've dealt with things or just reading about what other how other people have dealt with it. I think it's really beneficial to the diabetic community. So has that friend who inspired you, has he joined the community? Has he given you feedback? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, he uh, he really likes it. He gives us lots of ideas. Yeah. Active contributor. And uh, yeah, I mean, he, he would be our number one uh, supporter for sure. That's awesome. So Taylor, what were some of the challenges with marketing the app and how did your team solve them? So I think with all new products, apps, services, anything in the realm of new, the biggest challenge when marketing it is that in the beginning is that no one really knows who you are or what your brand stands for. So we had to run a lot of different types of ads to see what connected with our audience specifically. But, you know, marketing is only half the battle when it comes to especially what we're doing you know, the audience has to like what's inside the app once they're there. So it's very like multifunctional. But the longer we've been around, the more that we've been increasing our brand awareness and more and more people have heard about DMP. So we're hurtling through that challenge. I do know when uh, I first heard about you guys, it was an intern who reached out. And I was like, who are these people? But researched you guys a little bit and found I liked the app. And then Rory kind of took over from the intern. So that was kind of cool. What kind of engagement are you guys seeing inside the app? So our engagement rates are actually only increasing, which is amazing. Currently, the type 1 community has been our largest demographic on the app. And you know, seeing their posts and connecting with each other and generally just enjoying the app is, is so amazing and, and we're just really gratifying. And in terms of features, it's it's really hard to narrow it down to just one specifically. But I would have to say that our group forums, the live streams, and the live stream archive are our most popular and or used features on the app. That's awesome. How many live streams have gone through the app so far? Oh my gosh. We're definitely over 30, if not close to 50. Yeah, there's a lot. And on the resources section of the app, that we have a section in there that says live stream archive. So it goes down to... I'm trying to remember. I think the first one we did was in August maybe August. And then from there, we've had at least two to three a week. So there's quite a few that we've done different subjects from different people, from professionals to actual like users of the app or advocates. That is so impressive. And and don't forget the cooking shows. Yes, we've had cooking live streams. Those have been personal favorite. (laughs) So I haven't been on one of the cooking shows yet. Can you tell me more about those? Yeah, so we have, um, I think, Corey, he's done it for us twice now. So he's come on, done two different recipes, like really easy to make recipes that are uh, diabetes friendly. And yeah, so he'll show you the entire process and then cook it. And then, you know, you get to see the finished product and it's nice and interactive. Everybody can comment and, you know, he posts the recipe uh, so people can follow along if they'd like to or save it for later. But yeah, those have been really awesome. That's great. Sean, what kind of impact on diabetics' lives are you seeing DMP have the more that you guys get into it? I think that the aim of DMP is to give a safe haven to the diabetic community. And as I mentioned, like to connect to others who, have, who are living through the same battles. And it lets diabetics know that they're not alone in their battle and gives them a lot of helpful resources to deal with their struggles. 
And we've received really great feedback from the diabetic community and lots of people who who swear by it when they're when they're down or they're they're not feeling uh, with the energy to fight the disease. They they'll you know often go on the app and feel inspiration. And I really think because of the struggles that they go through on this twenty four seven basis, that uh, you know diabetics are, are are tough tough people. Like they know what it what it has to be all the work and energy to overcome the disease or manage the disease, if you will. You know, just having other people around and sharing stories, I think, makes a, makes a positive impact. I think that, uh, you know, like, uh, obviously, in every community that face, suffers or faces challenges, being, uh, being in a group and knowing you're not alone is, is very helpful. So next question is for both of you. What is the most challenging thing about running DMP? Yeah, so, so from my perspective, the, the, the big challenge is just getting the message out there. We really believe, and our, and our team is focused, that we want to change the lives of, of the diabetic community or, or help people out for sure. And with a small startup, we don't have a lot of resources at this point. You know, we've only been around for a few, few months and trying to get the message out. But we are gaining momentum and we intend to hit our goal. And I really believe we will to be the main hub to really help diabetics and make a positive difference in their lives. So yeah, I think um, that our platform is unique in the sense that it combines community information, professionals, like all those things together. And I think the biggest challenge for me is just to ensure that our execution of certain features are exactly what the user thought it to be. Like we wouldn't be anywhere without the community that we have. So I just like my biggest challenge is making sure that it's what they imagined it to be, that it's what they want, it's what they need, and it reflects in, in our execution of getting that to them. How do you handle that? So is there like focus groups? Like what do you guys do to make sure that you are meeting the need? We do focus groups. We've done at least four different rounds thus far, as well as we've done a lot of like user surveys, surveys from the beginning um, that we actually like walk through certain features of the app or functions and that's how we've been able to get all this feedback and even build the app in the first place. So you guys grew really fast right up front. I, I watched that happen and it was a really short amount of time. And that's kind of, I think that's kind of impressive for a really brand new app. So can you share some of what your team did to kind of catapult that success? Yeah, for sure. So from the beginning of the experience, like DMP being built, our team wanted to make sure that this app was as authentic as possible and that it would be, like I just said, exactly what the targeted user would want. So as I just mentioned, from very early on, we conducted multiple different focus groups and surveys before we even started designing the app or picking features. We did like two different rounds of focus groups with type ones and type twos. And we like put surveys out everywhere just so we could see, you know, what would be the benefit of using an app like this and what would you want to see? Because like we want DMP to be a reflection of what our audience wants to see. So I think their input, their needs and their wants are our priority. And I think because we've built that, like this platform with the user in mind, with the user first, that's why we've grown so quickly uh, because we're not just guessing. It's not a guessing game. We're, we're listening to our audience. Oh, that's a really good point. Now, that all being said, what would you change about the app if you could? So I would definitely make a few upgrades, maybe add in a few new great features. But luckily, we're in the midst of developing a version two of the app. 
uh, that will include some of, the, some of these things, which I'm very excited about. I'm looking forward to that. Sean, is there anything that you would change? No, I think, I think that we, we're refining our features as we get feedback. And we really have an open dialogue with our users so they can contact us. And we, we often get contacted like a couple times a week with like legitimate points on what people are looking for and stuff like that. So we're, we're really listening to what we're being asked for or what would be helpful. And it's, it's very interesting to see how much that the diabetic community wants to be involved. Like it's, it's very engaging compared to some of the other apps that we were involved with prior to DMP. Like it just seems night and day difference how engaged the diabetic community is. So it really shows us that there's one, a need for DMP and also the, the efficacy of DMP. Like I think it really makes a, a difference to people. And so I think we're just listening to the community, making tweaks. And for our version two of the app, we're going to add the features that, that were asked that, that people have suggested. For example, I think, I think having more engagement with the professionals, that's one of our, one of the features that we're going to add in our, in our version two is perhaps maybe some sort of um, blood sugar monitoring app or part of the app will be maybe not a version two, but a version three. So that such that we have like an, an omnibus platform where, where it would just suit the diabetic community from all aspects. That sounds so exciting. Yeah, it's great. We're, it's, uh, we're thrilled. I think, and I think we can move quite quickly. Like it's not going to be years from now. It could be just months from now where we can add some of these features and constantly refine what we have on the platform and make it better and better. So you mentioned engagement. When uh, a new user gets into the app, what's, what are like the steps they should take to get the most out of the community? How would you encourage them to get involved on the app? That can, that can, that's a question for both of you. So Sean, how about you first? Yeah, sure. So, you know, n- number one, DMP is, is free to use. You're not, you don't have, uh, you're not going to get sold anything now or in the future. So it's all, it's all free. So you go in there, make a profile, you surf around the app. I, I think you watch a live stream. I, for sure, the live stream is my favorite feature of the app. I think it's, it's quite unique. And uh, I would say just like surf around like you would, uh, you know, when you first when you first downloaded Instagram, and likely you'll find some some story or or, or some contact with somebody that you've had the same experience with, and it doesn't even have to be a negative experience or a, a purely diabetic experience, but you're you're going to find a a friend in, in the sense that somebody who's going through the same thing as you, and I and I think you'd be hooked. You know, the, the point of DMP is it, it's free, it's easy, it's fun. It's made by, made by diabetics in a large sense. As I mentioned, we're listening to the community. It's no judgment. It's a safe haven. It's a very positive place where the point of being on the app is to help each other out. So I think with that in mind and, and stressing the idea that it's, it's free and easy, like why not come on, make a profile and uh, you'll, you'll benefit yourself. That is a good point. It's free. Yeah, everybody likes free. For me, I think the best way to start is, um, you know, obviously like registering, making a profile, all of that, but to start interacting with the group forums, you know, we have separate sections on the app for type one and type twos. So when you go in there, there's different group forums that you can kind of pick from to interact with that range in different topics. 
I think immersing yourself in the community, you know, making a post is a great way to get a feel for the app and also to just make connections with other diabetics, either in your area or just in the world. You know, we're available internationally. We're a global app. You know, the primary use of DMP and in my point of view has always been about the community. So I think that really getting involved with the community is, is a great reflection of, you know, what we're all about. So one of the, the features we've mentioned several times is live streaming. And that's, that's kind of cool that you allow the members themselves to go li- to, to live stream because you don't have to be a host or something like that. And you guys actually had me do a live stream a few months ago on living like diabetes doesn't control you. So I thought that was fun. But if members want to do a live stream, how do they go about getting that permission? So as of right now, the best way to inquire about a live stream is to email us at info at thediabetesapp.com. You can find our contact email within the app. And it's pretty accessible, easy to find. And yeah, so that's how you would get permission. In the, in the V2 version, we're having that process a little bit easier to come by so that it might just be like a form that you fill out or a button or something like that instead of having to email us. But as of right now, that would be the best way to pitch a topic. Awesome. Besides the cooking shows, what have been the most popular topics for live streams? So a lot of our most popular, like most viewed at the time were um, anything surrounding like mental health um, and especially the accessibility of insulin has been a hot topic. I think we've had at least three live streams that covered that topic as well as any like informational sessions. We offer fun live streams such as like a, a date night which actually had a lot of views. We like have d- dinner with Eden who is uh, one of our brand ambassadors, I believe. So those ones were, were really viewed as well. So I think it's kind of like a mixture, but mental health and uh, insulin are, are most popular as of right now. Those are two big topics right now in the world. The DMP is part of TLC platforms. Sean, could you tell us more about the other apps that TLC developed and where you want to take that company? Yeah, so TLC started off, we started developing, this is going back two years plus, we started developing something called the Footprints. So Footprints was a, uh, I guess, a social media app that essentially captures the legacies of, of people. So it's, a, if you will, a, a, ver- a digital omnibus obituary type of platform where uh, you can honor the, the legacies of others. It's kind of fits in with like a family tree type of uh type of plan where you can keep the legacies of your family and friends and loved ones forever and access it on your on your phone. So we, we successfully developed that and spun that out. Uh, this is going back a couple of years. And then for our next uh, for our next challenge, we looked at a number of, a couple of different platforms. We we developed one for the environment and we developed one for fitness. And we we looked at also an autism platform. And we, at that time, we were testing uh, the diabetic platform, which eventually morphed into DMP. And it kind of hit us uh, at the same time when I, when we realized that uh, what an impact we could make. So we shifted gears, and we saw the the impressive engagement from the diabetic community for what would become DMP. So we just went uh, turned our focus solely to DMP, and we've been on DMP for about a. For about a year, we launched in uh, late in July, like you say. But it was planning; it was planned and tested for uh, for several months before that. What do you wish and, you had known before you started those? If knowing what you know now, well, again, it, it's it's 
it was really night and day compared to like the four or five other communities that TLC was focused on developing apps for and diabetes. So the diabetic community seems a very special community. And I think that's because of the 24 seven challenge that they're faced with all the time. And just the engagement of, of the diabetic community really turned our focus that that's where we should be putting our energy and the only thing I, we, I could say is that if we would have known, we would have started this, uh, started this sooner because it's, uh, it's, it's, been a great, uh, it's been a great journey so far. It's, it's, been, uh, it's been fun working on it as a team, and it's very uh, heartwarming, the difference that we make in, in people's lives. So I think we're in the right place. The only thing I would have done differently is maybe focused on this sooner. Awesome. So you've already mentioned a few of the the new things coming with version two. What is your favorite incoming feature? This is the question for both of you. So I think, well, one of the things we're going to do is we're going to have, right now we're limited. Our live streams can only have one person on the viewing. So we're going to be able to do uh, split screens where you're going to have uh, maybe uh, debates or counterpoints or two people sharing different varying views on the same life experience as being a diabetic. So I'm interested to see that. That's something that we can't, we can't have now. And uh, we've been asked about for a, a few times. So I'm excited to see the sort of the multiple live streams where we can maybe uh, moderate a debate or uh, a conversation about an important element of being of diet that affects the diabetic community and get different inputs. I think that's going to be great. That sounds awesome. Taylor, what is your favorite incoming feature? I think the thing that I'm most excited about is, is a little bit more techie uh, backend um, that uh, we're, we're building more of like a, a dynamic feed, if you will, so that it's almost like if, if you're, a type one female who's interested in mental health and nutrition, then like those are the types of posts that you'll see more often. So kind of almost like on the back end, building that algorithm so that people see what they, they want to see. And it's not just a flood of, you know, maybe like a thousand posts because as of right now, like we're, we're only growing. And if you find something that you like, it's really hard to get back to. There's no like save or anything like that. So that's what I'm really excited about is having this more customizable experience for the user. I know I would like that. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing. So not only the features, but what, one of the things that I don't know if, it, if we're going to get to this in the, in the further question or not, but I thought, I thought I would mention it. Like one of the things that, that we're most proud of from an internal team is our helping of a, a charity called Help a help a diabetic child, where we recognize, uh, particularly in the U.S., the, the high cost of insulin. So we're, we're, we've become a big supporter in uh, helping this charity called Helping a Diabetic Child, where you're, we're providing insulin to, uh, to children who maybe not can access it because of the, of the high cost. And that, that's something that is it's not necessarily a future a feature, but it's something that we're, we're going to be becoming closer to, a uh, cause that we're going to we're going to be coming closer to and uh, hopefully supporting more and more in the, in the future and make a real difference. We can definitely link to that charity in the show notes. So kind of wrapping up a little bit, what is any advice that you have for the young diabetics out there? Taylor, let's start with you. For sure. So I think um, I'll echo my sentiment from earlier on and, and, you know, just take everything day by day. And it's definitely okay to not be okay. 
I think everyone in the world can put a lot of pressure on themselves at times. And I think this is even more true in the diabetes community from what I've seen on uh, just in terms of interactions on the app. Diabetes management is not something that you can be perfect at. And I think that's totally fine. You don't need to, like I said, just put that pressure on yourself. You're, you're only human. Don't be afraid to try new ways of managing your diabetes, whether that be tweaking your dosages or trying a new exercise regimen. Uh, you won't find what works best for you unless you try new things and, you know, make mistakes and, you know, kind of just get back up and, and try it all over again. You're much stronger than you know. So just, you know, keep going and get back up and, and build the best you for you. You're the best person that can judge that. And I think that uh, DMP is a great place to get new insights from people that are going through really similar things that you're going through. And they might have advice to things that maybe you haven't thought of and it might just work for you too. I will totally echo that sentiment of experimenting to find out what works best because that's really the only way to find out what works best. John, what about you? Any advice for the young diabetics? Yeah, so I, I think you have to understand where you're at subjectively on what your expectations are and what you can reasonably accomplish, right? So don't, you, don't set your expectations so high that you're going to be perfect because nobody's perfect. Every, everybody makes mistakes and even professional athletes fail from time to time. So don't put too much pressure on yourself. Set reasonable expectations from where you are and get momentum and just get incrementally better and better at what you have to do to take care of yourself. And I think the other big thing is understanding that diabetes is a marathon. It's a lifelong situation. It's not a sprint. So if you have a bad day, that's okay you can have a better day tomorrow. And I think that the mindset should be have more good days than bad days. And if you have more good days than bad days, you're going to end up being positive and being able to be on top of this disease and just feeling better about yourself and just gaining positive momentum so that the next day can even be better. Yep. I totally agree with that. So do you guys have any last words to share with our audience? Anything you want them to know about the app? So, so yeah, I would just re repeat. I mean, again, it's uh, it's easy to download. It's free. Come on, surf around. You definitely benefit from it. You'll learn more about yourself. You'll see what other people are going through. And in the end, the time investment that you're going to take from, from joining DMP and surfing around and being active on DMP will benefit you from you. All you're spending is, is some time, and I guarantee you that for most people, when they get on it, they'll start to like it, and they'll become more and more engaged in, with it, and they'll end up benefiting from it. Yeah, so I think echoing that statement, it is a free app, so you definitely could download it anytime. And I think like just even like just listening to the community from people that I've talked to personally, whether that was you know uh, partners or through our focus groups, actual users on the app, that I think that. One of the biggest things that came up of all of those surveys and feedback was that people really wanted this community. And so we, we built it for you. So we're uh, really thrilled that, you know, people are using it and we would love to see you guys on there kind of interacting with each other. You know, we love this community. I love what we do. So just thank you for everybody who's already on the app and on the platform. And thank you to your listeners for listening to us talk. And I hope that we can see you there. Yeah, absolutely. 
So obviously you guys, our listeners should be joining DMP, but if they want to, to connect with you both directly, where can they find you online? So you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, Taylor Beatty. That's the easiest way to connect with me. Yes, you can also reach, reach me on LinkedIn. However, we do get lots of emails, as I mentioned before, at info at thediabetesapp.com. So that's info at thediabetesapp.com. We check it rarely. I check it myself, and I've, I get into email conversations with users all the time. So those two ways, if you want to see my professional profile, you can catch me on LinkedIn. Otherwise, uh, shoot us a note at info at diabetesapp.com and uh, for the most part we'll, we'll be back in touch yeah, we will definitely link to all of that in the show notes so thank you both so much for coming on the show it's been great talking with you yeah this was an excellent experience for, for us I appreciate your time and uh, yeah great great questions and I thought that we had a, a, a very nice engagement there thank you so our question for the audience this week is well are you on DMP yet if not you're missing out on the community and the camaraderie there that's happening among all the type 1 diabetics. It's not Facebook, and it's just for people with diabetes. That is it for this episode of This is Type 1. Thank you so much to Sean and Taylor for coming on as guests to the show. You can find the links to connect with them on LinkedIn in the show notes. And you can find the show notes at inspiredforward.com slash episode 77. That's the number 77. If you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can fill out the form on our podcast page at thisistype1.com. Our music is by Joseph McDade. I have a free Facebook group where I coach people for free in the comments, and I go live on most Saturdays. There's also other events that are exclusive to the group. And you can join Life and Mindset Coaching by visiting the link in the show notes. Managing diabetes doesn't have to stress you out. Often after just one coaching session, clients begin to see how their thinking is creating their experiences and how shifting that can make all the difference. You can book a free consult call with me at inspiredforward.com slash book. I'm on all social media as at inspiredforward, and you can find me on DMP, Diabetes Management Platform, as at Colleen Mitchell with a space. Our email is colleen at inspiredforward.com. And I'm on Instagram as at JJ underscore crystal K-A-T. Please feel free to send me questions or comments you have about type 1 diabetes or about the show. If you do reach out on Instagram, please make sure you let me know you're a listener of the show. Thank you so much for joining us. And be sure to listen next week when we talk about bogus cures and claims across history. You know all those annoying people saying how cinnamon or okra water will cure your diabetes? Yeah, we're talking about those myths. Stay tuned. Remember, you control your diabetes. It doesn't control you. Hey, if you like what you're listening to on this podcast, you have to join us in the Half Dead Pancreas Club. It's my private community where you'll connect face-to-face with other people with type 1 diabetes, get personalized emotional support, and learn how to handle anything T1D throws at you. Join us over at inspiredforward.com community. I can't wait to see you there.